it's always hardest to make the first hundred, the first thousand, the first ten thousand, the first million. But why do they say that? Well, mostly because it sounds catchy and they've heard others say it. But why else? Because it's true. If you learn how to make a hundred, you can make the next hundred much easier by just reapplying that knowledge. And the first hundred could earn interest and give you a head start on the second hundred for free. So you need to have money to make money. But does that mean you're doomed if you have nothing? No, everyone had to start somewhere. Oprah Winfrey started poor. So did Howard Schultz of Starbucks. Back in India, Dhirubhai Ambani started Reliance with just a few thousand rupees. And so did Narayan Murthy of Infosys. Even Vijay Malia of Kingfisher started with just a few rupees. Oh wait, no. That was how he ended. Sorry. <laughs> if you've only recently started thinking about your money, you might have nothing yet. Or maybe only a little bit. And that's really no problem. As long as you can save more every month. The real question is, how much should you save? How much could you save? Today we'll talk about a few ways in which you can calculate how much to save. And in case you don't think you can make it work, we'll also spend some time discussing some relatively easy ways to get started. Hi there. My name is Amit Ray. I've spent 17 years saving, investing, and thinking about how to secure my financial future. I'm not a wealth advisor. I'm not a guru. I'm not certified in anything, but I've learned a lot from my successes and failures and I'm really keen to share them with you. Think of me as your money coach. I'm still new to podcasting and I would love for your feedback and advice. If you like what I say, go ahead and subscribe so I can keep telling you stuff till you're rich enough one day not to have to listen to me. Cool? And before we begin... A quick reminder that I've linked a cheat sheet of savings opportunities to the podcast description. Feel free to open the Google Sheet, you can share it with your friends and you can make a copy for your own use. So today we are going to cover some common rules for how much to save and also some pretty easy ways to begin your savings plan without too much effort or sacrifice. Then we are going to discuss a foolproof way for you to set up your savings plan so you can't screw it up unless you are really really determined. And if you stay till the end, I'll give you a life secret about saving and investing that nobody really tells you early in your working life. So stick around and at least pretend to listen okay? I know you are multitasking. I can see you. Let's begin with the 20% rule. This is also usually called the 50-30-20 rule. In this method, you get to spend 50% of your net income after taxes on the essentials. Essentials include food, rent or mortgage, school fees, transport, things like that. You know, the everyday stuff. Another 30% is on more fun stuff like socializing, hobbies, generally those things that make life worth living. 
and the remaining 20% is for saving it could be a bit more or maybe a bit less but in general this rule tells you to save something around 20% of your net income and before you ask this 20% isn't supposed to be for vacations or buying your you know electronic goods or for major expenses it's meant to be for saving it's for your future all the other stuff needs to come from the 30% that you've kept aside for non essentials and for the fun stuff the next rule is called the half your age rule it's a modification of the 20% rule we just discussed the issue with the 20% rule is that it's not really well calibrated to how much people can actually save especially early in life the unfortunate reality of life is that when you first start working it's likely that rent actually is a very large chunk of your salary especially if you live in a pretty expensive city in addition you may have student loans and the repayment for those loans may be significant as well or maybe you just made some poor decisions and you spent like a drunk sailor on your first credit card and now you have to find a way to pay it back whatever the reason it's often difficult for a new earner to be able to save 20% of their salary now if you're the kind of person who works at a place that pays pretty well like maybe an investment bank or you just got lucky and joined a hot tech startup and that startup became a unicorn and you actually have now a lot of stock that is worth a lot of money in those cases of course you should totally save 20% and frankly you should save a lot more but for everyone else it may be difficult early in life to save 20% on the other hand if you've been at work for a few years or maybe a few decades it's a lot easier for you to save 20% why because your salary has increased over time but maybe your expenses have not increased at that rate and that's why we have this better rule which is the half your age rule what it means is that if you're 20 you need to save 10% of your salary if you're 30 save 15% if you're 50 save 25% and if you're president bolsonaro please save whatever is left <laughs> i like this half your age rule much better than the 50 30 20 rule because i think it's more practical and it is better calibrated to what you actually can save at different stages of life so i would actually strongly advocate for you to adopt this method and save half your age at a very minimum by the way pop quiz what was i referring to with the president bolsonaro quip let me know in the comments okay so we've talked about two different ways in which you can calculate how much to save but the bigger question really is how do you actually save that much or how do you maximize your savings so the first strategy that i would like to talk about is for you to focus on the boring stuff this is a bit of advice that 
people don't seem to often share save money on the boring stuff people are always telling you to stop buying coffee and cutting down how often you eat out but i say no i mean i say yes if you're okay doing it coffees are really expensive especially if you have these coffee snob friends they're always making you go to these places called coffee academics or bean labs or filter theory or like fancy sounding places like that so i get that if you stop having coffee you'll probably save enough to buy like a tata nano well actually you may be better off just buying the coffee <laughs> but i digress to start your savings plan you don't immediately have to cut out all the things that you like that's really a sure fire way of being miserable for a month and then drowning yourself in a bucket of cinnamon latte instead i propose you look at all the boring stuff you know those things that you need but you don't really care about and see what you can optimize so for one have a look at your mobile bill sometimes prepaid can be much better than a contract especially if you have good wifi at home and at work and you really don't need that 50 gb free on weekends data plan or maybe you could just downgrade your plan why would you pay extra for something that you aren't going to use that's a few thousand rupees or maybe several hundred dollars over the contract period and this is a free saving and the cool thing is once you do this you can still go out you can still have a pint with your friends nice right and what about that cable subscription why pay for a thousand channels when all that you're really going to do is watch some sports and then waste an hour flicking through all those channels and wondering why there's never anything worth watching just go get like netflix and maybe some streaming sports and then you can waste time and grumble about why there's nothing to watch but it'll be a lot cheaper and as a bonus you're actually going to be able to say netflix and chill with some authority then there's transport is owning a car really worth it especially when there's uber ola grab lift didi kareem and they're all just hanging on for a chance to serve you the answer is not entirely a no but i think it's a qualified no if you're generally younger and in this environment have lower susceptibility to covid maybe it's a good idea think of the savings you stop having to pay your car loan don't have to pay for fuel maintenance parking is a big one in many countries and in asian cities chances are you need a driver as well you don't have to pay for any of that you can just take ride shares for a fraction of what it would cost you to own and maintain a car and splurge on ride share right with the savings take an uber black if you want it will still be worth it one more place that you could take a hard look is at subscriptions 
we all have something that is steadily draining money from our wallet bit by bit look at those magazines newspapers freemium apps definitely gym memberships maybe you even have memberships to country clubs or some sort of a time share chances are you aren't reading all those magazines and you could probably do without that annual subscription to that photo app that's going to make you look like a kitten but luckily you're making full use of the gym membership so you don't feel too bad about that one now that was a good investment <laughs> last but not least consider asking your friends to match a donation to your favorite cause on special occasions so rather than collecting another bottle of martel that you have to figure out how to regift at the next feel good bash this does some real good in the world and amplifies your own generosity what you aren't making in cash on this one you're banking in something much more valuable karma and everyone could do with more of that once you've done all that recheck your expenses and celebrate the extra percent points you've just magically created towards your savings plan now you have a view into how much you can really save so which of your boring spends do you think will turn out to be the magic savings booster and yes there was a tata nano my non indian friends and you could buy it for the price of a few hundred starbucks or maybe a one for one at coffee academics <laughs> now that we figured out how much you should be saving and how you could be saving it let's talk about how you actually make the savings happen and this strategy is called pay yourself first assuming you've implemented some of the ideas we've just discussed you're likely to have shaved off some fat from your monthly expenses and trimmed it down to what is more optimal and hopefully still comfortable but as i've lately discovered it's relatively easy to cut down fat it's really hard to keep it off discipline is tough so you need a way to ensure you don't fall off the wagon and eat away into those sweet sweet savings sorry guys it's dinner time now i'm getting carried away <laughs> anyway so to get results you need discipline you need to pay yourself first or more accurately you need to pay your future self first to do this open a separate savings account preferably in a form that doesn't allow easy withdrawal or maybe just don't activate the atm card and the debit card so the only way you can get your money from that account is by cashing a check once you've done that set up a recurring deposit from your salary account that will automatically deduct your planned savings and put it into your new savings account where you can't reach it make sure the deduction happens immediately after your salary credit maybe the next day so you have really no way to spend the money before it's gone 
all your other expenses bills rent school utilities all of this should be set up to deduct only after your savings plan deduction and every time you get a bonus or a pay hike do increase your recurring deposit so you are saving more and more every year not only is this the savings you can use for investments further down the line this will also serve as the 3 to 6 month emergency fund we discussed at great length in episode 1 one last tip and this one is a little bit more difficult and that is to pay down or consolidate expensive debt now that you have your savings optimized and it's all set up on autopilot have a look at your debt and by that i mean your loans everything that you owe that could be your credit card outstanding it could be your home loan or your mortgage student loan car loan personal loans maybe if you've taken any and so on in order to minimize your repayments you need to do a couple of things first you need to try and consolidate higher cost loans into lower cost loans what that means is that you could take a lower interest loan and use that to pay off a higher interest loan so for example you could take a personal loan which is lower interest and pay off your credit card outstanding which is a higher interest what that will do is reduce your total interest payments every month and therefore help you save a little bit more alternately you could borrow against your home equity which means the amount that you've already paid down against your home loan and use that to pay off a personal loan a car loan higher interest credit card bills and so on why because a home loan is almost certainly cheaper than any other kind of loan that you might have so what all this does is that it converts higher cost loans into lower cost loans and that reduces your total spend every month and allows you to save a little bit more second thing that you could do is aim to pay off the highest cost loans before the lower cost ones many of us are tempted to pay our home loan preferentially to other things so if you have a little bit of extra money you try to pay extra against your home loan so you can close that loan first and that makes some sort of intuitive sense right it's the largest loan it looks like the biggest burden you want to get rid of it as soon as possible but that's not mathematically a sensible thing to do it's better for you to actually keep the lowest cost loan and pay the higher loan off first so that would mean first your credit card bills because typically card interest is the highest then maybe your personal loans or other unsecured loans which are loans that aren't against any kind of asset like a house or a car and then maybe car loan and only at the end would be your home loan overall what this will do is make sure that your total interest servicing costs which means the cost that you're putting into just paying off interest 
dramatically reduces over time because the highest cost loans are paid off giving you even more percent points that you can put towards your savings all right so we are nearly at the end i started out asking you to stick around for a life secret and the life secret is i think you can do better while it is true that it's hard to save 20% or even 10% on the half year age rule early in your career it actually gets a lot easier as you move up the ranks and as your compensation starts growing exponentially if you think about it as you get more senior your salary goes up in percents over time or in fact as you shift jobs or you get promoted your salary goes up by step changes so it actually goes up disproportionately higher uh, as time goes on so in fact for many salaried professionals your salary curve is a hockey stick curve a little bit like a fast growing startup where it grows slowly in the beginning but it grows faster and faster as you reach uh, you know the middle of your career and so on so the main point to note is as long as your expenses increase slower than your compensation which should be relatively easy you'll see a substantial increase in your savings over time and in fact the real secret is to grow expenses linearly or maybe more practically in a step sort of form so the gap between your earnings and your spending grows dramatically over time if your earnings are growing exponentially in a hockey stick like curve and your expenses are only growing in a straight line or in a step form that gap can actually be really wide towards the middle of your career and definitely towards the end so with a reasonable quality of life and some good career choices you could easily be saving 50% or maybe even more of your income by your late 30s to early 40s and that is when true wealth will be created so what really matters early on is to build the savings habit to develop the discipline and to set up the tools and most importantly to train yourself in investing strategies that way when you start seeing the money actually rolling in you'll be able to give your wealth aspirations a real turbo charge and that my friends is the real life secret that nobody tells you it's not critical for you to save a ton of money and to sacrifice a lot early in life what is important is that you learn to save and you learn to invest and you build a discipline and as long as you can do that and you can control your expenses as you grow in your career you'll find your savings and therefore your wealth creation potential start to grow exponentially and in your early to mid 30s you will start to see the effects of this beginning to show are you already beginning to see that happen let me know in the comments okay folks That's it for today. 
We talked about a lot of things, the 20% rule of thumb and how to adjust the rule for your age and for your personal circumstances. How to maximize your savings by chipping away at the boring stuff and the importance of paying your future self before everything else and the right way to pay off your loans. And we ended with my life secret for how to really juice your savings as you climb the career ladder. I really hope you found some of this useful. Please let me know in the comments. And before we close, if you heard nothing so far because all you wanted was some white noise to get your kid to sleep, I hope you listened to at least this part. Open a new savings account and set up a standing instruction to divert your savings from your salary at the start of the month so you can pay yourself first. Your future self will thank you and hopefully buy my future self a drink. And hey, please check on the kid who is listening to all this white noise. They might just have cancelled your gym subscription. This is Amit Ray with Money Talk. See you next time.